Oh, yeah. Happy Comic Book Day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome, all you nerds, to U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 2, Two Topics, 60 Minutes for the People. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And I'm Charlie Rivera, the other co-host, the other co-founder, and the only COO. I almost said CEO again. Not a made two <laughs> of them. Mother sucker but promotes I'm... himself like oh, a banana republic cause dictator. Because I, I am not only Charlie Rivera, I'm <laughs> AKA the other guy on the show that John's on, AKA chubby Latin Kevin Smith, AKA fuck, it's Charlie, regular Charlie. Those are all the canon nicknames for all today. I know is your business card is getting bigger and bigger and more and more swole like it is on the juice that's correct but my Holy. friend happy comic book day man happy comic book day to you sir how the hell's it treating you uh you know i i am spiraling into the chaos not much different than my beloved dc uh not dc comics just regular detective comics DC, if you're nasty, I uh, damn straight. I'm I I genuinely think for the first time ever, I am the exact same way a major million dollar company is. I almost want to say like hundred thousand come because I have no fucking clue. They're they're a billion dollar company just from what you spend. That's you know what when you're I mean, right, you're yeah. Right. Credit where credits due, man. That's you, what we're doing here. You you can't just buy you know all the all the Superman shirts a boy could muster. That's true. And the one or black shirt with a red a logo. Oh, Diablo shirt. Oh. When it, when you open it up from your sweet loving brother. Available now. If there's only two that exist, John has <laughs> sure. both. But if you want one, we'll make get me you an one. offer, man. Same with this. I'll even cut it for you. I'll take a lovely blue Griffin shirt. I'll cut off the neck. John, have you have you been up on like DC's new master plan? There's a brand new master plan, and it is fucking nuts. You know what? I I, I hate to use these analogies, but the do DC you? master plans. I do. I mean, these in particular, their master plans come down like. What I can only imagine the final days of World War II was like <laughs> in like the heart of Germany. They're like, all right, listen to this. This is really, really, really gonna work. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I I certainly don't give them I don't ever doubt them. Like, there's a certain thing that they'll try to do. The attempt for sure will be there, but very often they're like, step one in this 50-step process. Oh, step one, you don't like that? Scrap that, throw it away. We got another idea. What else? What else you got? Look, look at here. Look at here. His soap with a his soap with a surprise inside. You don't want that? I right, nobody nobody wants that. Like basically, they're the Christmas tree salesman from Christmas Story. Like, I was. Oh, oh, I don't know about this DC. All the pines is falling off. Yeah, no, you don't want this comic. Look at this comic. Now this here is a comic. <laughs> we'll backdoor Batman in nicely. Um, but you, you know, we'll figure out how to get Wolverine in there. We don't give a shit. Just buy the comic. The really kind of like screwed up thing in my head was at least 
when they started, when when Marvel had like been on movie 30 and DC was like, okay, no, we got we have like the the we have the Trinity. Right. We have arguably the three most important superheroes who've ever super Kevin, I, I'm gonna get to you. Um just ready to jump into action yes. in defense of his beloved DC. Silence with my ass. They uh they they at least when they took a misstep in my humble opinion at least it was a step filled to the brim with balls they had human high balls, balls they had content there they they literally they were like we're gonna make a new superman movie and i went all right and they went do you remember dark knight and i went uh, yeah and they were like it's gonna kind of be like that so you're gonna make like a cop movie about superman no he's gonna full-on be an alien there's gonna be spaceships other aliens i'm like uh, it's always it's... gonna be dark even in the daytime no one's gonna see shit his cape is gonna be like leather everybody is miserable it's gonna be <laughs> no great no one's no literally that version of the dc universe that launched was like what if everyone was in charlie's mood most of the time yeah, like this this shit is so dark night you're gonna need a prescription for paxil just to see this shit <laughs> it is great lois is like i won an award perry is so blue he's literally blue because that just that like that Ooh. controversy charlie may have been canceled folks six minutes 22 seconds into this you know second what? episode of chapter two had to have it down had Jot to down. happen just it's all right. Perry we White. have lawyers on retainer for a reason. <laughs> Perry White is this like lover, lovable curmudgeon. Fucking Morpheus was having none of it. The, he didn't want to hear from Superman's bullshit. He, he didn't want to hear from Clark. He looked so verklempt constantly. He more so to me. He just looked like he was ready to drop gloves and beat the shit out of anybody. I was actually kind of happy with the direction they took little jimmy olsen because if dumb dumb jimmy had been in the offices of the daily planet with that perry white roaming the halls he would have caught a beating like you read about we would have just seen a little like ginger kid always different ver like there would the have been a, a a jimmy olsen shaped chalk outline on the rug <laughs> between Perry's office and like the main bullpen. There, honestly, Brutal. I I hate to imply that we just wrote a better version of Man of Steel, <laughs> but the Man of Steel where Perry White is like the big villain, and the final battle is Clark being like, "I brought HR." Yeah, like sure. this, you can't you can't literally put a boot up Jimmy's tuchus. I was just motivating him. You put him in the hospital. He's in traction, Chief. So days after DC is like. Hey man, take it, leave it, love it, hate it. The Snyder cut doesn't matter. Pew pew pew. We gave it to you, but it means yeah. jack jack all. Yeah. And you last week brought up the fact like bullshit, no matter what it's going to live in the comics. They said, "Hold our beer, we're going to get weirder because we're going to take you. I'm telling you. We're going to take what's left of our bravery and we're going to go ahead and compartmentalize it." worse than fucking the star wars universe so your warner brothers you have access to hbo max you have to show wonder woman every fucking body watches wonder woman yeah everyone develops a, a full 
you know, suddenly everyone is not only a, a worldly doctor, now they're taking a break from their political ambitions to. I have a doctorate reviewers. in cinematography, sir. Yeah, exactly. They're talking about this, that, and the third. I didn't go to Blockbuster every day of my life to be called Mr. Thank You. <laughs> but so, so DC has come out and they've announced that they have like obviously a partnership with HBO Max. And guess what? We're going to give you all the HBO Max content you can fucking muster, baby. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of like brilliant because DC's comics are great. DC's animated films, nine they're, times they're out of ten. Animated their animated ventures are they're very well, good. at bare minimum. The thing that I talk about a lot, at least the creators are passionate about what they're doing. There's not so much um with the animated features, there's clearly not as much. I mean, for God's sakes, one of the last ones that I didn't like, like Dick Grayson got kind of raped. Well, here, here's the thing. It's my opinion, and this this could be a separate topic, but my opinion, uh, my opinion is the animated features they largely stick to the script, right? They they they're a relatively faithful adaptation of their source material, as opposed to the movies, which, for good or for bad or for in between, the creators feel the obligation to reinvent the wheel. Like, oh, you like Batman, but you ain't seen him like this. He's got a Batman credit card. You're like, all uh -oh. right, all right. You had me in nipples, but now I'm really, really in. Ooh, commerce. <laughs> Woo. Oh, that. Oh, I hope him and Robin have a fight that has no resolution. That would be awesome. Bring Robin on is the angry shittiest Bane. From, from nanosecond one. From the first the first time you think about seeing Robin in that movie, he is pissed. He's, I don't think we've, like everyone always talks about, oh, Jordan, one of the people who's a part of U.S. comics. He recently kind of went on, not, not a long-winded diatribe, but he was talking about how like Robin is an unnecessary character and it boiled my blood. Uh, but that's not the point of what I'm saying. He may have literally been trying to kill you. A lot. God bless him. Um, <laughs> the the uh, ugly fact is we've yet to see a cinematic Robin who like smiled more often than not. Like the uh, cinematic we, we barely had a cinematic Robin. Like yeah, uh, both at back. We've had from... we've had a, a furious, a furious borderline as old as Batman Robin. <laughs> we've had the Casper the Friendly Ghost Robin. Like. We don't even know like which which Robin Joker clearly killed at this point. Yeah. Um. We've got Teen Titans Robin. That's that's he, something. He's cool and but also very unhappy. Yeah, just oh my god. Just furious. Not stoked about his Holy whole life. Shit. And don't get me wrong, some of Robin's life has been tough. But the like getting to live with a millionaire and getting to smash oh, yeah, Batgirl. Exactly. I'm like, have you even seen Annie, bro? <laughs> Like it's a hard knock life, Robin. Yeah. And not at, like nowhere in Annie does she like get to bang the hottest alien. Like in a universe where there's like green, bald, tentacled aliens, he's like, "What about the one with orange hair, baby?" Yeah. Uh, but none of that's my point. She must my be an alien. 
Because them titties are defying gravity, son. Oh, Woo! Now, Actually, and, now, and now John's now I'm canceled. Yeah. It's been a good run, folks. It's, it's, you know if what? If anything defies gravity on her, it's her costume. Like, what? Like, literally, in what universe does fabric cling to the human form in that way? It's comic books right, for you, you, man. You talk unkindly about Starfire on this. Not at all. Again? Not at all. I mean, I was kind of hoping that this shirt did a little something. <laughs> Don't want to leave a lot to the imagination, so to speak. <laughs> uh, but just so everyone knows, John's wearing a shirt that says Diablo, Reaper's big brother. Uh, available now, if you ask me, and I'll sell if you. You're me. Give me thirty dollars. Um, I'll ship it anywhere, <laughs> and, like the moon. I don't care. Uh, but no. So DC once again in a state of course correcting, they start getting all this stuff that makes me excited. James Gunn is coming in to do Suicide Squad. Then they double down, and when they're talking about their HBO Max stuff, they're like, "Guess what? So John Cena is going to be in the new Suicide Squad, and guess double what else? We're going to give him a limited series on HBO Max, and the announcement's going to be like." Fuck, it's Peacemaker. And they're talking about it, and Peacemaker's like a douchebag version of Captain America. And I go, well, if you're going to give me John Cena, let him be on television, where I can choose to, if the first episode's great, great, but it's a limited series. So then more announcements started rolling in. Right. The Batman is getting a spinoff for their movie. And I immediately went like, but didn't you guys make a big deal about like, this Batman self-contained and they're like, not, we didn't mean that he can't have more. We just meant that other people can't have them because it's ours. And we're you getting, were, you were using the English definition of that term. <laughs> we were using the DC comics definition, which Ex means exactly if it makes us money, <laughs> we'll happily do it. No, but then they change gears and they go, ha just, just <laughs> messing around. Uh, Cause we're going to do, we're going to do Gotham PD. We're going to do, it's the Gotham City Police Department. The show. You remember how, like, you don't like cops? Uh, the show anymore? Like, yeah, it's Batman cops. You know, the cops that need Batman's help all the time. And then someone said, Again, Gotham City, where every tour of duty is a PM shift. The sun does not come up on Gotham City, period. And then and then insult to injury, they have this amazing actor as Commissioner Gordon, and they're like, nah, he's probably not in it. He's He has Westworld shit to do on the other half of HBO. Well, but yeah, I, I got to be honest, and I'm fluent in Charlieisms. I sincerely cannot decipher if you're happy or totally perturbed about this slate of DC content. Well, well here's the thing. Yes, I am both, because so far... So what am one of my favorite comics? You guys look at that. This is what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. It's true. You only uh, have to deal with it like once a week, and you get six days to fully recover, build your like uh, uh platelets and stuff back up. I, this is daily. This this my brother is like doing a thousand push-ups every day, <laughs> and you're not allowed to rest. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, so, so uh, the the truth is, here's the thing. I'm very excited, and yeah. I think they're okay, doing good, it in a good. smart. I think they're doing it in a really smart way because they're saying, like, "Hey, man, we don't need to put the pressure on us for like a GCPD movie loosely based on the comics that Charlie loves 
Let's just try a series and maybe it's one season. And if it's dope and we have more story to tell, we'll do more, but like, maybe we won't. It's well, but, but that's, that's the freedom that they now have with the HBO max connection, Absolutely. like the WB HBO max connection. And that is actually brilliant because, um, you know, I try my best personally, like, it's like a, like a life's goal is to have a, a, as wide a perspective as possible. Now, um, one of the artists, and I, I, I use that term uh, very specifically, Ricky Gervais, right? Ricky Gervais is one of those cats that you either love him or you hate him, right? He doesn't really create much of a middle, like a, like a, like a middle of the pack, a base of fans or detractors. He makes content right and left. But can you tell me about his season 13 of The Office? No, you can't because there wasn't one, right? He makes these, um, you know, uh, debatably esoteric, sometimes dark, always thoughtful and uh, provocative uh, content. And he makes movies and things like that also. But his series largely, they're when they say like limited, they, they really mean limited. And I'm not sure necessarily if it's a Ricky Gervais thing or if it's more so a BBC thing, but like BBC is famous for me saying, why are there only two seasons of this? <laughs> I, I am petrified. Like, this is dope. I'm petrified for something like Peaky Blinders because I love Peaky Blinders, but I'm like fucking BBC does not make long winded shit. Like they'll make the crown, for as long as there is historical crown shit to tell when it's over, it's over. They're going to be like caught up in making up shit soon. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> they'll be predicting stuff like the Simpsons soon enough. Like, Oh shit. Queen Elizabeth died. Oh, jumping out of a plane. Cause their parachute didn't open. That's some BBC. Is that? Oh, Oh, that happened today. Damn BBC. Nice. 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 She was well recreating done. Charlie's Cheerio. favorite scene in point break. Um, <laughs> so, so, but here's the thing. So you bring in, uh, cool creators, and if you yeah. tell me you're gonna leave them alone, I'm excited. So, so J.J. Abrams, you, Justice you League can Dark. leave them alone because their leash is only so long anyway, right? If you have a limited series that's only intended for two seasons, the fuck are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? They're not gonna put Superman in a kilt. They're not gonna make a uh, Batman a vegetarian pacifist. They're not going to um debatably do too much damage so to speak but one could argue you're, you're also to a certain degree limiting their success it may be a bright shiny flash in the pan and people yep. are like oh my god those two seasons were amazing but now it's over right and and there's there's a weird it's it's i love that you brought that up because there's like a very smart ground the, the weird middle ground that's like screaming in my head is J.J. Abrams is going to do Justice League Dark, which yeah. at first I like threw my pen and paper because sure. I was like, well, this is bullshit. I've been waiting 30 years for someone to do that on the big screen. Like I want, I want Constantine, like not the admittedly acceptable Keanu Reeves, Jim Constantine. Yeah, it's like Constantine life. I want fucking constantine and i right. want dead man and i want swamp thing again and right, what's right. cool what's cool about uh uh, uh 
Abrams specifically is they made it very clear that like this shit's going to be like interconnected TV show and movies. So if the TV show does well, like we'll do the and that to me is like, okay, wait. So you're saying if we earn it, we get if it's worth more, we get it. Yeah, but but that's but that's common sense. Finally, finally, common sense has kind of like weaseled itself into the conversation where it's never had a tip. You've never walked into the boardroom and you line up all this talent, all this the the big money people and 52 producers for a movie that only has like 13 actors. There has never been a seat with the, the water bottle and a bowl of nuts and like the little placard in front that says like a reserve seating, common sense. Common sense has never had a seat at the table, but and then finally there is. But you know what? We don't want to make this a topic. So I'm in agreement with you, the short version. I think it's awesome. And and it's one of those things where like, hey man, if you make it, you've earned it. Now, now, now here's here's your big boy money, right? Here's your big girl Absolutely. money. Go out and play. Well the done. The last thing I want to say though is for something like Justice League Dark, I think this is a great idea. Conversely. I am nervous about projects in development like Static Shock being relegated to HBO Max when we know what a different looking superhero product relegated like Wonder Woman. Well, but that's a different that's unfair because who knows? But here's the thing, Charlie. You who knows? Like if if this past year has taught me personally anything is that I have no earthly clue. You better put that earphone back in. I'm saying something for myself. I can hear you. I hear you tomorrow, through this one. Tomorrow I hear me through this one. is not guaranteed. Right? No, who, I don't. Who I, knows I 100%, what's going to happen? I 100% so agree. I don't think that it's a relegation, especially with what they're able to do on TV. Some sure. of the best media that we're getting, the best entertainment, is in the TV form. True. Mandalorian is on Let the TV. If Static Shock becomes a a season or a mini series i hope it's the quality level of a watchman of a mandalorian i hope that yeah, they don't like get... for, it's not a bull it's not a bullshit wb show fair that's right? what i'm afraid it's of. not smallville don't I'm worry afra- oh shots fired shots fired boom 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 i got them all day folks i got them all day Somebody save me! Oh Lord! Don't matter how far you go, and just say. You know what, Charlie? I'm pretty confident the only person that could possibly save us is Space Girl. So that's a solid segue. Why don't you kick us off? Tell the good people at home all about our sponsors. Oh, you know we could not get this party started and we couldn't get this party ended with the hottest tunes anywhere in the music space. So we go to our good friends at Bad Mary. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website, badmary.com. Buy yourself a t-shirt, buy yourself a pin, buy yourself a keychain, all sorts of great stuff. You can just throw money at them, like, dare I say, they, like it. they deserve. Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. You want to hear uh, complete albums? They're on every streaming service waiting for you, man. Bad Mary, don't don't deny yourself glorious music. Bad Mary, sucker. Damn straight. You know what? When Charlie's right, he's right. 
It ain't often, but when it happens, it's really beautiful. Our other sponsor right here on Facebook Gaming, it's Sergeant Finesse. Two streams a day, outstanding gaming content. He does supporter streams. He does giveaways. He throws contests. Don't be a sucker. I, I promise you, your day will just be better if you de-suckify before you ever turn on that show. But check him out today. It's well worth it. Throw him a like. Throw him a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, go ahead. Follow the White Rabbit down to Sneak energy.com use code sgt at checkout if you're looking for some fresh new gear like oh this diablo shirt sorry you got to go for charlie with that but with for a <laughs> version like this that says sergeant finesse you can go to geeksunleashed.com there you can use code sarge at checkout because look when the sarge is on deck you salute gg son charlie kick us off with our first topic my mother sucker Let's... you are on the clock let's do this thing so uh you know things happen in life sometimes people start amazing collections that just get better every day every day you have you. a weapons wall oh in oh, your yes, home you got a proton pack you have conan's sword I do indeed. You have a rapier. You have Han Solo's blaster. You have the coolest shit, and you have arguably the greatest weapon of all from your dear dear brother. My mind. You have a morpher. I do have a morpher. That's right. Favorite franchise, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's I don't John. appreciate you throwing me under the bus like that, Charlie. Super fans don't have die cast metal morphers with lights that thing and is heavy as anything you you right now if you wanted you could activate all sorts of like eagly powers and and tiger robot powers you're going to have eagle powers <laughs> but it's not just <laughs> as john flaps his arms um <laughs> just if you haven't seen uh uh oh my god i almost called the kung fury because my brain was just like, pick a parody film. Nacho Libre is clearly <laughs> oh. my favorite Nickelodeon movie, first and first, mostly. But no, we're not talking about the inevitable sequel, Nacho Libre Jr., starring <laughs> John and I. Uh, I am talking about one of the most popular franchises that's going through an amazing change and is now Boom Studios' second quadruple Grand Slam on Kickstarter. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the complete comic book collections has made nearly $500,000 on Kickstarter. <laughs> what? With 22 days left to go. Holy. 890 backers and their original goal was $50,000 so check out are they looking to build an actual life-size zord like I, what are they doing honestly i feel like they kind of owe us like they should be trying to tap on in to that morphin grid so a few months ago john we talked about uh berserker keanu reeves comic that oh. boom studios was like we're gonna make this but like do you want it now in like a really cool collection and people said uh yes we have never wanted anything more in our entire lives. 
Like, this is the greatest thing ever. John, this collection is that in reverse. They have given us years of the Power Rangers comic. Go, go, Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And now what they did was they took their key 55 issues and collected them into uh, six volumes. Okay. And these are six hardcover, jumbo-sized collections. Uh, it ha- Each book is 100 bucks, mm. or you can get like a super ultra edition that comes with this like amazing hard sleeve that your hard sleeve book slides into so the book is them like morphin right the hard sleeve cover baby for just 25 bucks more slides over it and they're power rangers and then if you want the super ultra deluxe there's another version that you slide over that and it's like lenticular um but on top of that that's a lot of protection dude that's more armor than the power rangers get because they're like like, uh, hey trojan Hold my beer, bro. Exactly. It's more for time. Protection from STDs. Uh, But what's really amazing about this is twofold. One, to my recollection, this is the first time a comic book company is kind of celebrating to this magnitude the end of an era. Because what the comic is kind of doing is they're doing a soft reboot. They've told their giant epic story. And now they're going to tell more with the Mighty Morphin guys and uh, presumably Draken's going to still be around and whatnot, which is like the evil future version of Tommy. But they're saying like, hey, these 55 issues, this is the story we told. This is our phase one. This is, it is that sort of collector's set. And there's uh-huh. all sorts of kickstander goodies. There's a giant like standee that's the Megazord that like each book sits in if you're a psychopath and if you have like thousands of dollars or charlie um what's that or charlie or yeah well i mean if i had the budget it probably would happen um but what's really cool for me is is again to my recollection they're saying like this is what boom studios had to offer the power rangers universe these are the 55 most important issues this tells are so this collected version they consist of all comics that you personally have read already, right? Correct. Yeah, it's it's everything. No, I've read nothing with... new, so to speak. Is there anything new? Like, is there any kind of um, like the kind of stuff that you that you sneak away from me? Like, give me that unfinished sketch. I'm like, that's intended for the garbage man. You're like, nope. nope that's the collected like, volume. hundred percent. Now they had their very own Charlie. Just gotcha. go through his junk drawer. Garbage and picker. They were like original concepts of draken the original design layouts for the rangers they made up um you know this series created whole teams um it brought additional to life teams. additional teams correct never uh, seen most, on tv yeah exactly and and they've continued the story in a in a way that you've seen characters get older or scarred or alternate reality versions of them so there's all seen them get older on- yeah because the the tv power rangers you do not the TV Power Rangers were the equivalent of like Menudo. They're like, "Oh, you're really cute, Spanish kid. Come in, you're gonna be in our super boy band." Oh, is that the first mustache hair? You're out. Get out of here, Ricky Martin. Let me see those nuts. Ah, I thought I heard. I thought I heard a short and curly. <laughs> That's on the streets. Terrible, but I love it. Adios. Um- What's really cool, though, is just before I get to my main point, what's really, really neat is uh, 
<laughs> this is the main point. I I'm promise. just, I'm just, I'm just imagining like outside the Power Rangers slash Menudo headquarters. There's like a pile of like you know tweens that are just getting their first body hairs. Just, just that, I mean, they're that all be, sad. That's a pile that's a lot of fun if you. Poor Menudo slash Drac innocent out there. Encarnacion. <laughs> Why did oh, you throw me away from home? Just that should be the rest of the show. Just sad. please finish singing that song for me. <laughs> but <laughs> so sad. What's what's one thing I love just talking about, you know, the the actors, they brought in uh six of the somewhat original cast. Unfortunately, we we did lose um cast members along the history of Power Rangers. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um RPL Ranger. Is, is because they have six issues, which I guarantee they planned, because it's like 12 to 14 issues per per hardcover book. Right. They're like, well, we need exactly six because that's the key team. That's the core team of Power Rangers plus Tommy. So what's cool is they signed their book. So if you get the Pink oh, like Ranger, like Amy Joe Johnson. Uh, Kevin Smith, and you're getting it signed already? exactly right exactly Oof. right so poor amy joe johnson she must have gone down on her knees and thanked the good lord above she's like thank you so much if that poor girl never has to hear you know you are my first sexual awakening by some disgusting hairy sweaty creep like a hundred times a day i will shave my head bald if that's not the case, she must be. I, I can't imagine the the level of unintentional abuse. I'll give them that. I'll give the mouth oh, breathing yeah. core that it's not intentional. Like in their sweaty, gross minds, it's an it's a compliment. Yeah. Like she's sitting back, like oh, just thinking about Gigantor <laughs> whapping away in his tiny pud for the first time because of her her pink martial arts. Good <laughs> lord. Poor poor Amy Joe. Uh, I uh, apologize for all of the letters. Uh, I was going through some stuff. Um, what? what part of the problem? I mean, damn it. Doesn't help. God damn it. Doesn't help. But uh, so when I get her edition, I'll show you her autograph. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I already have her autograph. Um, had a long conversation. She was super into it. I'm just kidding. She didn't <laughs> care. Uh, <laughs> what what I really love about this though is again it's that it's that kind of celebrating something that you're you're proud of times 10. The most the only negative feedback I've heard about this was all of the super fans like me that are like, well, I got those issues. I uh I wish I could spend all this money buying the trade, but it's such a it's Yeah, such but there was no guarantee at the time that they were gonna be collected in this version. And also I have like 50 versions of most daredevil trades well yeah that's the thing and and this is a conversation that i find myself happening uh having having even uh with non-collector types is that it's okay dare i say it's beneficial to have the multiple variations when they become available because now you have loners right uh, I, you have somebody who who you can see it on their face they can't really wrap their mind around your level of fandom for this one particular thing or another. And in this circumstance, now you're like, you know what? You're a good guy or gal. <laughs> Bloop here. And, 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 you know, it, you become the lending library 
for Power Rangers or for Stephen King or for, you know, in, you know fill in the blank, uh, you know, uh, regardless of the topic that you're talking about. So um, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I, I I think it's awesome. And to to double down that point, what's what's also really cool about this collection is it feels now like it's important because telling someone like, oh, you got to read Go Go Power Rangers, it's dope. That sounds like I'm like <laughs> that, that sounds. What should I really read though? It sounds like such a joke. And when I tell you, it is for, over the last few years, it's constantly wound up in my top five ongoings. Yeah, pretty much through its entire run because which of its is, quality, though, not because it's Power Rangers. Exactly. Well, I think it's I think it's transcended the source material. Yeah, the stuff they've added to it has been lo like lovingly embraced by fans right. because the show was for like dumb kids. Like, yeah, yeah, very much so. Smart kids were able to get some love out of it, but if you were a dumb kid like myself, any show the where they're like, but the audience that you have in mind doesn't speak the language of the performers that are on the screen and they're like ah it's fine we could sell these dumb sugar liquors anything but what and that's an actual quote from saban like when saban goes that's gonna be on his uh that's gonna be engraved you on can his sell these sugar liquors anything. i can tell these sugar look these dumb sugar liquors anything what i love and about it did what I love about it too is is I think this is the first time to my recollection where a comic book was so influential yeah. that uh Power Rangers and Hasbro who who owns the property now announced that they're like they're book ending the TV universe now and they're going to start fresh and I refuse to believe Isn't that their, their formula though? Like, don't they do that pretty constantly? No, no, because they've always been like low end attached, like a big key of almost every season, minus the years that Disney owned. Them. Oh, it's been They're ongoing crossovers. Gotcha, so gotcha. it's like they've lived in their own universe, but we have a teleporter. Right, right. Ooh, oh, we're from but the didn't future. You, didn't you have like dad bod Jason show up like in the current. Yeah, uh, Power like, Rangers 132 season. He was like some sort of weird like Power Ranger like God. He's like just in the grid now. Weird. Um, that show is like very He's like, have ever, any of you seen Tron? Oh no, you haven't? Oh, then no, forget it. Just just trust me. I, I can do some shit. It was dope. And what I love about it is like he morphs and he's still like wildly in better shape than me. But he morphs and like loses 40 pounds uh it's like that's impressive man that's dope also during that um uh, that uh that giant kick across the screen i'm pretty sure you were a woman <laughs> but yeah, you're just just look he was just looking good man that's, of disbelief am i right that's clean eating but what's what i love about it is a lot of people suspect that whatever the new power rangers kind of is yeah. is gonna take a lot of cues from the kind of tone and pacing of these comics because these comics we're so unabashedly, unabashedly rather, unashamed of what they were. They well, never yeah, once were like, we're Power Rangers, but now we're badass. No, they hung out at the juice bar. They fought a pumpkin wrapper. Um, the stuff that happened kind of in between wound up being um, so awesome. And, and given, I understand why I come across as a hypocrite so often because I hate, like, <sighs> this b universe where everyone's a bad guy i hate it when i tell you the whole shattered grid 
story was amazing. It's the same reason that like a show, ironically, a show like Cobra Kai, which has a real Power Ranger vibe, if you just remove the dino like dinosaur robots. Sure. It's a bunch of teens doing karate with attitude. I'm yeah. just and everyone acts like this. Yeah. Um, it's one it's of like those goblin in the the first uh the first uh Spider-Man movie. <laughs> oh oof. My my poor Willem. Uh but it, it really truly it's this amazing thing where the snake ate its own tail and what came out on the other side will hopefully be the next like evolution of storytelling because Power Rangers has been stuck in this very ni- 1990s pattern because they're like we take footage from over here and we use a little bit of footage we yeah, make and we tell a story formula, right you can now you know the one of the big rumors is are they going to start if you're restarting power rangers why wouldn't you restart with mighty Morphin? why wouldn't you if you're going to do a big relaunch you start with superman you start with mighty Morphin. Have they not? Have they said specifically that that's not what they're doing? It's very like hush hush right now. They're like after because they have one more season. That's the traditional style. They're using Japanese footage with with kind of added on footage to make uh, Dino Fury. I think it's called, but I could be wrong. Makes sense. Um, and then they're gonna they're gonna have this new kind of allegedly somewhat combined universe where there might be movies. They're gonna kind of pull a DC like we were talking about before. They'll be the show. And it'll exist in a universe with a movie, but maybe just a different time period. Hmm. Um, it's just, it's it's rad. And it's, again, I think ultimately it's the same thing as when someone was able to say like, oh, you have to watch Clerks. Check this out. This guy, Kevin Smith, rips. Now it has made Power Rangers a new thing. It's it's We're not talking about the 90s with Power Rangers. When it comes to one of the best comics we're in in the last five or ten years this has to be part of that top well, 100 well, and here's the thing just to kind of uh help uh, bring it home a bit there are audiences that are like i will read the back of a power rangers cereal box if there's some kind of like hidden can uh, canonical uh you know little little nugget for me and that guy's name is charlie right <laughs> Charlie will watch, see, read, listen to, taste anything with that goofy lightning bolt logo on it. Charlie will go go to get his wallet and he going <laughs> to spend some money. Now, if someone like Charlie who I consider a true comic book aficionado, if he says, "John, this comic book is good." He knows, and I'm just speaking about you, Charlie, like you're not here. So just you could go ahead and take your earphones out. Uh, Charlie knows if he says this comic book is good in spite of the fact that it might be Power Rangers or it might be Ghostbusters or it might be Turtles, something where I know that he has a bone deep love affair for the content where and I read the thing and I'm like Charlie, this is not good. It's just about some shit that you like. That conversation has never happened, right? Charlie knows if he says, "John, read this. It's a good comic book." It's just a good comic book. It doesn't make a difference if it's mouse and it's about uh, uh you know um uh, like substituting animals for the 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 Nazi uh, the Jewish experience with Nazi Germany, or it could be power rangers or it could be the ghostbusters crossover or it could be any one of the comics that charlie said read this you'll like it it's awesome 
doesn't make a difference what the content is uh, or like the subject matter. That's just a good comic book. So something like this, this type of move, I think, speaks more to someone like me. You literally could not pay me enough to sit down in my feety pajamas, open up a box of sugar cereal, and eat it dry for 22 minutes of nonsense, gabba gabba, bad kung fu uh, show. You could not pay me enough to sit down and watch it. You can say, John, here's the, the Power Rangers movie. It had a $100 billion budget. I'll be like, ah, bah, 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 bah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Then there's the, the, the Power Rangers Charlies of the world, and then there's the Johns of the world. Um, if it's a good comic, if it's worth reading, I will read it. Because, look, everybody poops. What the hell else are you going to do in there? You know, you read, I, I you read a good comic. I think if you can't find an appreciation for something that just happened. Rude. Rude. If you can't find an appreciation for something that's awesome, <laughs> I'd rot. If you told me there was a banger of a Care Bears comic, I'm paying my three bucks. Oh, yeah. Especially because Not- you own multiple Care Bears. My Little Pony, and if I'm not mistaken, a couple of pound puppies. You know what? I like what I like, and if they make a Ghostbuster version of it, I'm buying it. Ain't that right, Baby Kev? Today's episode, I'm joined not by Baby, Baby Raff Raff, you but mean in, my, Sil- in my research, in my research, I realized what this show needs is a baby version of a beloved character, so I'll be trying them out. Hmm. For those of you listening and not seeing, I'm joined by baby kev kev nice so so week two we have baby kevin week one we have baby Raphael. correct and you'll have to tune in on any of our social media uh all of it is that u.s comics i mean HQ. i could just text you directly and you could just tell me right no like, i have gotta... to tune in also nope yep all of you i need uh hey, i need man. you to also if you're watching this video, damn your rules if you're watching this video and you haven't hit like yet and yeah. the share button you're a monster you're kind of a jerk you're a monster. Now, granted, you're a baby monster, and you may appear on the show as one of our baby versions, but you're still a monster. That's true. That's true. Ba- baby Sarlacc Pit might be coming up soon, mm. and you don't want to miss it. You earned right it. here on US Comics HQ, John. Yes. Speaking of US Comics, damn straight. What's what's good in our neighborhood? I do week, speak about US Comics, and I do it on the regular. So, your baby John. <laughs> has been uh just because has... you lost like 40 pounds whatever it's fine it's fine i'll take whatever nickname i can get some of us don't have a business card that's like an 80 page loose leaf uh you know a notebook like the the, the nickel notebook that you get before school starts because like shit i left all my books at home let me stop by the school store and grab some shit so i don't look like a total douche in class <laughs> anyways um so here in the wee hawking uh offices of U.S. comic, <laughs> um, I have indeed been hard at work. Actually, one of the things that we try to not try to do that we have done, and if you're watching the show as opposed to listening, and if you if you listen to the show, you'll you'll notice it in a lot of the art uh, that accompanies our Facebook and Instagram pages and Twitter and, and all that stuff that we got. Um, we always lead our character introductions in by a tease right like oh it's a little something something to, 
something I'm gonna run home and tell your mom about. We tease the character. Every character has a unique icon, which is exclusively for that particular character. We um we have we show the uh we show the icon with a little bit of a blurb to kind of you know. Ooh, give you undercarriage a little bit of a how's your father. Ooh, a, right? a, ooh you got the little woo. Ooh, a little scully blade. Ooh. Sure, sure. So um we, we like we like to to light those fires of anticipation. Um sometimes Charlie, it is easier than others. So this particular character that we are debuting this week, I can proudly say that just today, ooh, I finalized. The uh, the iconography got it approved through the channels, through the upstairs channels, and even though we're the owners and uh, uh, you know co-founders, yeah, they're still upstairs channels. I don't, I'm not sure how that works either, but it's true. So we have that official. So the first official character introduction has their finalized and approved character iconography set, which you will be seeing. On all of our socials tomorrow. So you oh, do baby. not want to be here for mentioned Sergeant Finesse hating sucker. Don't be a sucker because we will open up the window and yell out into the nice guy. Bad Mary, go ahead, tell Space Girl to knock this sucker out because that's what will happen if you're not here to catch this first character introduction and more so catch the teaser maybe you can even anticipate the type of character where they're coming from when they open up the fridge what's waiting for them in the when the light is shining in the dark it's like 2 a.m you know a little something like mm, before i go to bed i need a little something after that pee i've emptied out the system now i gotta replenish if i'm gonna have any kind of good dreams all of that jazz uh that's where you're gonna be at be here tomorrow for that first teaser for the new character of the new year that's a fact, Jack. I love it. 2021's first teaser. Fun fact, you can find all of that stuff, all of our old teasers, old art on all of our social media, US Comics HQ. You want to follow them all because there will be periodic exclusive drops keys. Also, tell us what you think about the characters. Tell us on I the mean, teaser. Why don't you make your to yourself? Why don't you make your prediction known? You see a skull with a blade coming out of the head, and it looks like it's a handle. I want to hear what you think that character is going to be, what the character you would have created to go along with that iconography. Hell, maybe you want a shirt? Tell me you want a shirt. I'll sell you a shirt. U.S. Comics HQ. You can visit our website. I'm selling stuff. uscomics.com. John, your cock has started. Thank you, Chancho. Let me tell you something. Ramesses will not drop the ball. Um, Look. Now that the clock is ticking officially for me, I want this to be known throughout the known interwebs. I love my brother. Oh, he's a great kid. I am. A little funny looking. Doesn't smell so great, but he's a good guy. So much so that when I'm going through my daily browse, Certain things that might normally escape my attention make me snap to. Not so much because I give a flying shit about that particular thing, but because my loving baby brother does. 
And one of those things I'm borderline, borderline ashamed to say is the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise, right? It's about family and oh. Corona beers. Oh, man. Damn it. I thought I thought I could get through this. I might need some liquid courage. <laughs> so as I'm going through my my typical my typical uh, pages to get me through the day, I come across, and and this is not a particularly unique thing because as we know, um, as we know, Vin Diesel, the uh, the star and the driving force. Behind the Fast and the Furious franchise. Pun intended. Those are not words that I intend to ever have come out of my mouth. Um, I would have preferred, hey, remember that goofy movie, Fast and the Furious? And like people are like, no, I, I don't. What was it? Anyways. It was like Point Break with Cars. No, it was Point Break with Cars. No, that's what people would say, man. Oh, my bad. So there is a... So I'm looking, I'm staring at a picture... Of a very angry because man's always angry. He's always angry. Him, Wahlberg, and uh, uh, Ice Ice Cube always angry. Like they always got the furrowed brow. Like, what are you so angry about, man? Anyways, so he is uh he is uh, arms crossed, flexing hard, trying to look as big as the Rock. He's there and he's got the Marvel Universe splashed out behind him. Now again, famously, he is indeed. A uh, part of the guard aforementioned Guardians of the Galaxy uh, saga, the ongoing tales. He's arguably he's his best acting. Both, both baby uh, Groot. He the only time he ever showed up on stage, uh, on set, off book. So, um, but 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 no, this is not a Guardians of the Galaxy article. Um, this is really uh, basically all about how the Marvel movies, the interconnected nature. And more so, the incredibly long lifespan of the ongoing Marvel movies, like that, that, that pulse that those movies have had, inspired this beautiful, bald son of a bitch to drag out, dare I say, Charlie would say, thankfully, extend these uh, um, Fast and the Furious movies. Um, so he he basically yeah i'm going to um i'm going to cut it short cuz this this is just a lead in um but he basically says and he refers to lovingly uh, um walker he he refer paul walker rip he refers to him as pablo is his uh his nickname for him um but he was saying that like even as far back as 2012 2013 that they would talk about having this like long stretch of movies like that there were going to be they and then, and I, I actually believe him. You Fifteen know, movies deep. Look, here's the thing. Like, this is not a, this is not a, a, a George Lucas. Like, oh, I, I knew there were going to be a ton of movies. I knew that Luke and Leia were were related. I knew they. You know, you didn't stop lying, you incestuous son of a bitch. Here in this circumstance, I believe that these conversations happened because Vin Diesel's like crazy enough to think. Yeah, no, that's totally logical. He probably had the same conversation about fucking Triple X, right? He thought that was gonna go that was gonna be the new James Bond, I bet. Which is a trilogy anyway, somehow. You know what? There it's, are three triple oh, X's. Listen, listen, 
That's a lot of X's, Charlie. That was, there are my as point. many X's in the title as there are movies. Yeah, and you know what? In bowling, that shit's called the turkey, and that's for good reason. All right? All I'm going to say is this. <laughs> he knew that he wanted this long, extended, dare I say, epic story. And granted, are they goofy? Yes. Are they nonsensical? Absolutely. Are they absurdist? You can go ahead, stop the podcast right now, look up absurdist, and then confirm, yes, indeed, they are absurdist. But, and this is a big but, this is a J-Lo but, it's on purpose. They know those movies are ridiculous. And for that, God bless you. I wish you nothing but the best. Do you really think they I really, no, They definitely I do. I feel like Vin Diesel's they like, definitely do. white woman with blonde dreads, yes. Vin Diesel doesn't sit and watch Lincoln and then watch, you know, Tokyo Drift is like, they're the same, bro. Like, he doesn't think that. He knows that his movies are, again, adrenaline, Nas-fueled silliness. And that's fine. There's plenty of uh, uh, play space oh in God, the market yeah. on the on the playground for these type of for this type of content. Clearly, it's like being... Charlie, who's gonna shoot them up the second he can tie off his arm. Like uh, the the fact that this franchise has grown to a point where like he's actively jealous of anyone the audience likes too much. Like this movie, he because what I have, and again, I don't mean to hijack your 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 topic, but what's amazing about Fast and Furious is he's like, no, I'm not going to do the sequel because I'm like an artist and I'm going to do Triple X, um, and they're like, okay, we're going to do it with your boy Pablo because <laughs> Pablo loves those money checks, and Pablo was like, oh, rest in peace. They're like bringing a muscular black guy. And then Vin Diesel was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? That oh, you're you were serious about that? You do it without me. So he clearly, in my head, got in Pablito's ear and was like, no, 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 bro. Family. Fuck this noise. And Paul Walker Have a was corona. like, <laughs> Paul Walker clearly got a double check for Too Fast, Too Furious because he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I already kind of got paid for the third one. Not going to do it. And then I'm the just scooter... wear the same sneakers and save you money on the wardrobe. Give me that money. Exactly. Then Vin Diesel clearly got the call and they said, Hey, bro, we screened Tokyo Drift and people are pissed. And he goes, No, oh, is it because people are kind of racist? No, it's not because people are kind of Is it because you guys use Japanese? No, Vin Diesel, we don't know what you're saying, you mumbly fuck. Uh, it's because people want it to be tied in to the originals and he goes well you fucking can't do it you filmed the movie and they're like nah you show up at the end you're like i'm friends with the dead we guy can fix that if we can put a camera through the exhaust manifold <laughs> of a freaking car that has bits and pieces from 52 other cars <laughs> japanese imports we can do anything bro my point was this just to just to hijack it back um as early as one they knew that they wanted to do a lengthy epic saga version right and and that's exactly what's happening they're making nine and ten if i'm not mistaken they're kind of filming them in succession um right. and they're they've lined up they've lined up like actors right they're like actual actors like people whose work i admire 
Like, what the hell is going on? I feel like everyone wants to do a Fast and Furious. What the hell is happening? Well, yeah, like honestly, like, and this is this is the only analogy that I'll throw out there. Fast and the Furious has somehow become our Cannonball Run. A hundred percent, right? Because Cannonball Run, people were lining up. They're like, they're like, yeah, put me in that shit. That's my grandkids will love it. Like, that's the type of stuff. Like Charlize Theron's like got kids now. She's like, yeah, I'll I'll do that shit. You got it, no problem. Anyways, my my point was this. It doesn't really make a difference ultimately um, what the subject matter is. If you have a long-term A to Z story to tell, you can tell it in these formats. Now, Fast and the Furious, again, they they started kind of early, right? They started kind of early in our entertainment uh, possibilities world. So they pretty much had to be, uh, they were exclusive to the big screen. But nowadays, in this world of like giant uh, screen, like screen and ceiling screens, and like Mandalorian, they actually I read an article also that Sony is uh, Sony. Um, actually, it is Sony because I think they they manufacture them. That they're like selling selling those rigs now, so people can do Mandalorian type things where they're wow. like, oh, you wanna you wanna film literally any place in the world that you can imagine. Now you can do it. Um, all you gotta do is sound like one dude, one camera, get the shots you need, head on back. I'll see you back in the, you know, in the cave. Yeah. It's literally like PlayStation VR. You like the technology behind it. It's a, it's a, it's a video game engine and that lets you operate within the, it's, it's some crazy dude. Like that's the most star Wars shit about Mandalorian. How about this? That's the most ready player one shit that even ready player two could not come up with, which by the way, I'm like halfway through it. Anyways, anyways, but he has so, a DeLorean ecto. Anyways, so my 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 uh my offering to Charlie is this: now that we're gonna have Charlie is going to have the ten issue saga, laugh of Fast and the Furious, <laughs> but we now have the opportunity to make these epic, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. Tolkien would be would be rolling in his little hobbit hole grave right now if he knew what we were capable of, right? These ongoing, incredibly involved, character-rich epic tales. Again, I realize this is an absurd <laughs> term to be thrown around. When I started the sentence uh, with Fast be... and the Furious, ugh, ugh. you must be sick to your stomach ugh. that you just. You just filleted oh. Fast and Furious a little God, bit. Hold on a second. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. So that being said, what really kind of like, uh, what really kind of got my fires juiced up was now we know what we can do when you have a beginning and end already in mind. Another good example of it is in a different format is Vikings. Yeah, I love me some Vikings. My boy um, Edge is in that history, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, I'm a huge history buff. I love any content that's historically based. Now, granted, you have an entertainment, even though it's based on history. It's, yeah, it's like you're we, gonna, yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have some flexibility. They have it in that shit. 
They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. He hated slaves. Two, two, yeah, right. They're like, there's even one guy whose helmet has horns, and like his channel's like, they never had horns. Nah, there was a one guy. It was one guy. It's fine. It's fine. So Pete, my, Pete with my the horns. offering to Charlie is now that we know what's capable, and I actually don't care if it's. It just has to be finite. It, it just has to have a begin, a hard out. You begin at the beginning. You end at the end. You can do whatever you want in the middle. What is the next Fast and the Furious for Charlie? Now, I don't care if it's something that's already begun. Right? I'm leaving this very open-ended for Charlie. Naturally, I have mine because I'm a dirty, dirty cheater. And this is something that I have desperately, desperately wanted since I was... Uh, since I gobbled up the first, to my knowledge, piss poor attempt at it, um, and a little bit of a teaser, Charlie. We were kind of talking about this in another cheating session that we had going on. Um, but you know, what? I'm gonna go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll throw out mine to give Charlie okay. a little yeah, bit yeah. of uh, a little bit of time to put it together. So the concept is you have a you have a finite ending. You certainly know where you want to begin it. What is the epic saga? If you were Homer, like what's your Odyssey? What's your Iliad? What's your what's your Gilgamesh? What you know, like what's your epic that you think deserves this long form storytelling? Now, me personally, my the one I'm looking for, I'm gonna want it on the big screen, mainly because I've gotten some mediocre attempts at it on the small screen um and Something and stephen king no 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 oh. i'm going the historical i'm going the historical route i'm going more vikings as opposed to fast and the furious but that's just for me okay and and we have had uh we have had a a uh a noble a noble try at it with the john adams HBO series, but that was more so about Adams, and it wasn't limited the way I particularly wanted limited. I want a serial, epic, Vin Diesel esque, ten movie run of my Revolutionary War stories. Ooh, that'd be dope. oh Charlie. Ooh, and we could do a sequel because that shit's about to pop off again. I don't. <laughs> I don't want now. 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 Here's. Here's. Uh, this has to be said. I don't want a tri corner hat superhero movie like we got from Mad Max. Okay, that's not what I'm looking for. I don't want some fabrication, some like a, a like a hodgepodge of multiple you know, like stories that you hear here and there and you don't have to line anything up and, oh, she put ink in the tea. Isn't that adorable? Now we burned her alive. No, that to me is like, it's just a cheap out. We have so much knowledge about what actually happened. And obviously something like Hamilton really kind of goes to show you how much great detail 
specific, specific information we have about the founding fathers and about the characters that were involved with them additionally. Um, even uh, John Leguizamo's uh, uh, American History for Dummies, uh, Spanish History for Dummies, really points out like there are certain things about, I love history. I particularly love American history. I find, find it fascinating for the good and for the bad and for the great. Um, but there was stuff that I had, I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Did did Super Freak just like make stuff up? No, no, he didn't. There were so many amazing stories. And if you have like epic storytelling, like you can do like Vin Diesel does <laughs> with uh, Fast and the Furious, um, which are superhero movies. Look, I don't care if you want to 300 the action. That's fine. You do obviously want to keep it entertaining. You want to throw a little something for the tired businessman and businesswoman. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe when the founding, maybe when John Madison opens up his his uh, his surcoat, he's got like eighty two abs and like you know you got to you sex sells. You got to do a little product placement, whatever. That's fine. But these are stories. So like, you know, just, just like think about like all like. Uh, you can have an entire movie basically where the culmination of the movie, the final act of that flick is the fucking uh, is the Boston Tea Party. So everything that built up to the specific specifically to the end. So basically these movies would be particular incidents. Now, picking 10, that's tough, right? I'm not a history teacher, so I could probably do it. But a history teacher that would pull out however much hair they still have um, after teaching uh, from home. Um, but there are so many moments, there are particular battles, there are particular situations and you can have the movies. They don't have to be one after the other, after the other action movie, action movie, action movie, war movie, war. No, not at all. So you can have a two hour continental Congress flick. You can have a two-hour movie that is an action flick that culminates with the Christmas Day crossing of the Delaware by George Washington, where they whoops their British asses as a Christmas present. Like th these are moments. Uh, these are it. these are movies that you can have, and and they can be sequential, and they can be accurate, and they can be entertaining. These are epic sagas right these are huge huge stories i love Actually, it i don't think that the revolutionary war has ever gotten it we have gotten awesome content that has been again something like hamilton amazing only a portion of it is in regards obviously to music yeah, you, uh, a portion of, of it that out to to that 20 30 hours of, mm -hmm. of entertainment is is something else i just because just because time is running down now, I'm gonna go the total opposite. I'm gonna go full, as I'm used to full nerdy, but I go. I kind of want to pull the the uh, you know uh, Abrams over at HBO Max, mm. but I want to do it with the Ninja Turtles. Give me mm. like four or five seasons of a show, and I want to do big event movies. I want to do three. We're gonna have three movies and five oh, or six you want, seasons you of want a show. shows into movies. Correct. Now, do you want them to be sequential? Do you want the shows, season, 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 and then movie, 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 or no, do you want I, the movies interlaced? I or want them interlaced. I want, I want to really push. And if we do it on HBO Max, it's easier because you just you know where you're gonna first run 
that on kind of television. Um, so what you do is you launch the movie, you do your Ninja Turtles movie. Um, honestly, I don't have a ton to change from the original because I think that movie's a banger. Uh, but I'm going to redo it because I want everything to look the same. And sure, and, and it needs to be it needs to be cohesive. That's that's one yeah. of the rules. So once we kind of get at the at the climax of that first film, we know Shredder's kind of our big bad. Maybe we still took him down, uh, but we know the foot are in the city. We have this city we've developed. We know mutants are possible. My series is going to take that concept, the kind of the way the cartoon did. But I do want to do. I want to go back to that mirage studio vibe i want this to be a badass show there are going to be jokes there's going to be stuff but this isn't this isn't just for kids this if mm. a kid's watching we're doing heavy pg-13 you better have a parent ready because raf is going to bust some skulls if you're doing it if i can if i'm going to be a, an executive producer as i'm yeah, at of course movie, um i i kind of want the show it doesn't have to look like it but I, I want the show to have kind of an end to the Badlands vibe to it. A thousand like it's percent. A fucking kung fu show. A thousand like that's percent. The focus yeah. has to be the martial arts because when you look at content like the Ninja Turtles, just saying their name, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you you're almost like you have to like be a little hangdog when you say, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I know it's a little silly sounding. Now the way that the comic books, uh, Eastman and Lay, the, the way that they overcame that was their original comics were fucking gruesomely violent. They were incredible. They were black and white, incredibly violent, unapologetic. So I demand. Oh yeah. As an executive producer of this content, Charlie, I demand that you take up that same flag and wave it around oh, a like you're on the barricade. A thousand percent. And the and the key is when you talk about like sex cells, I mean, we get to eventually Turtle introduce effect. Casey Jones, okay. second season of the show, where already we have we have hours and hours under our belt. And we we throw in now this like just you know, as a former hockey, you know, drop this guy is gonna be yoked like you read. No! No! I do not accept these time constraints. Not today. Not when it comes to... to so uh, let me give you the, the 10 not seconds. Today, Lord. Not when I'm talking about shells knocking turtle sex. But, but when... But everything about this, this first movie is going to set the stand. And I'm going back to guys in suits. We'll CG enhance it so like you won't see like rubber tearing. But I need... I need these cats to Take like all your cues from Mandalorian, bro. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Any alien that mattered in Mandalorian, that's how you're doing your turtle. Yeah. And also think about, cause again, the movie has to be about the turtles and we'll do the traditional, like shredder shows up foot clans running rampant. Ninja turtles like, yo, now we got to make ourselves known, bitch. Uh, and shredders like uh, splinters like, nah, I don't bro. Uh, but think about that first season of television. Cause movie first, almost directly into the series uh -huh. you have that episode about about splinter and shredder back in the day you dedicate a whole hour to it the ninja turtles can be there for the setup they're hearing a story from splinter like you well, can have and here's the thing you have a built-in cheat using that formula oh, because 100%. it you I'll, I'll throw out a little history 
the first time that I saw anything Thundercats, first and first mostly, I'm a little wee babe, and they were they were beating us around the head and neck, <laughs> like we were Mumra. This here comes the Thundercats. Thundercats this, Thundercats that. We're like, what the hell is a Thundercats? I don't know, but it looks awesome. So they just beat the hell out of us that Thundercats are coming, Thundercats are coming. And when Thundercats launched, it launched with an animated movie first. So you are, in essence, doing precisely what they've been doing since time in memoriam, yeah. i.e. the 80s, when things were <laughs> never the better. beginning of times. Um. So so yeah, I, I think I think you're nailing it. I think you're nailing. It. You're yeah, starting the movie, just... episode, 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 season, 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 movie in the middle. It's like these big arcs, and I, I don't want us to drag it on. And obviously, no, of course, hear your full pitch and stuff like that. But here's the only thing: the only, the only, uh, this, the only sigh in the bicycle tire, so to speak. Charlie, it's got to end. Well. It needs a hard end. There's two things. So we have this. The first movie launches it. We get a couple seasons. That next movie brings us to this crazy fucking tonal shift. Because like you said, unapologetic. And I am unapologetic about the source material and what Ninja Turtles is. Right? That second movie? Bitch, let's get us some fucking aliens crang for the second film okay by the time i do roll out that film and then i go a couple seasons my last film my last film sir the end the end of this saga based on the last ronin three turtles are dead one survivor you get the definitive last are you gonna do a time jump then because you well, but need after the second movie we're gonna do a night because krang shows up yeah. we get a couple seasons living with like f bro aliens are here technology is different sure. i well, you have an apocalyptic show now you've got so the next have, walking dead i have an entire season after this movie after a, a immediate follow-up season that next season is my ninja turtle walking dead with the four of them though then we do a one-year time jump for my finale and part of that last movie is even just kind of realizing which turtles left i'm gonna like keep it. that shit hush hush i dig the it end of my film the turtle ends the last turtle falls doing something awesome to ensure that at the end of the day Somebody just knocks him on his back and he can't turn over. <laughs> oh, what a tragic end the, to the saga. The saga starts because New York City needs them. The saga ends New York City's What's that? as saved as it could be. Yeah, no, I, I tried to pull him off, but he just, he was dead serious about the turtle thing. He had to. I, how dare you? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was a, the producer. Producer. Yeah, you hire. tell that producer that he can follow us on all of our social media. US Comics <sighs> HQ. You can follow us on our website, uscomicshq.com. Do make it. Make sure if you're watching this on Facebook or on YouTube, make sure you hit that like. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you hit that share button because the truth is we cannot build this uh, comic book empire no, without tried. you. And everyone wants to know the next big thing. You're looking at it. And I'm not just talking about Kevin Smith's old waistline or my current waistline. Uh, it's about to pop off. But my brother. 
Word. We know they can find the next teaser tomorrow on our social media. They know they can find us anywhere you can hear a podcast. They know where we can be found, but do they know how we end every episode of U.S. Comics Cast? I mean, they should know at this point, but I am a gracious Lord. So I'll go ahead and tell them, first, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream into the night sky. Save me, space girl. We out.